0: Yo, what's poppin'? This is For The Father Muckin' Protocols. Your man, Dean Edwards. You know, we were talking and yapping so much last week. Had to do it again, baby. So, got my man, Joseph Vessi, back in the building. Joe, say, what's up, baby?
1: How is everyone?
2: He's so polite. Hey, man, make sure
0: you uh, subscribe, click, like, follow uh, Joe uh, Joe's podcast, The Callback. Um, you can follow him at Joseph Vessi on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, if you see him anywhere in your city, man, please make sure... You uh, check him out He's a real funny cat He's on the come up As always Got my man Big Mike In the
2: building Michael Biono, Brooklyn College graduate (laughs) Film department (laughs) Got a lot of love For the film department Give him all the love all yeah. love, baby. And uh DJ College all day. All day. Stand up, yo days.
1: Stand up, Flatbush Avenue. Flatbush we got Starbucks, Avenue. Starbucks, McDonald's. Baby. People get shot in front of it. It's we all got that. we got Target around the corner, baby. You seen Target over there. Yeah, yeah I, know, yo, I know, I just My wife make used sure to you know. teach over there, family. Yo, oh wow. Family. Yo, she someone got shot in front of that like, McDonald's, though. Real talk. Oh, word? Yeah, someone got shot. Say again?
0: She she just did a class over there, just part-time. She was just picking up extra some extra she money. Teach me nothing. Uh, I, I I didn't say that, boo. Uh, yo, and as always, man, this is the father Muckett protocol, man. Uh, you can check us out. Thank you all. All things comedy. Please uh, go to all things comedy and tell a tell a friend, man. Tell a friend about Joseph's podcast. Call back. Tell a friend about the father Muckett protocol. Go to all things comedy. Check me out, man. Uh, or check us out, uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, Comment. Like, do whatever you got to do, man, but l- make sure people know because we got some flavor. And Joseph, man, uh, you know, this week, number two, man, we we were yapping so much last week. Let's, let's get back into it this week, baby.
1: I would say, no, I remember even... Because I remember meeting Bob Costas, son, as a kid, and he was really arrogant and, like, not nice at all. Oh, so he was very snobbery. He was just the opposite. He was the opposite, and David Stern actually came up to, not came up to me, but he was having a conversation, and he looked at me, it was during the NBA Finals, and he was like, wow, he's like, you're, you're really happy. He's like, you're really happy to be here. Because he noticed how appreciative and happy I was to be uh, in that environment, which... Maybe some you know kids aren't. I'm not saying he's referring to Bob Costas' son, but right. that was something I noticed all at the right. same time. So as a kid, no, I was like really, I was not arrogant, but if there were certain things like that, or when I went to high school and teachers or coaches would kind of get slick with me, I would be very quick right. to answer back uh, if somebody kind of came down to my level. Okay, That's okay. whereas some kids right. might be more reserved. Right. So in that time, I would say some shit. So if so. someone made a comment like, like a teacher or coach would say something like maybe about my father or say something like, oh, well, you know, there was something in the paper your father said I didn't oh, agree really? with. Oh, really? And I would which go... Which is out of line. Which is out of line, right? And I would go... I would say... I think they'd be shocked because I'd be like, well, I was like does not care if you agree with him. Oh, I said, uh, Oh, okay. But, and I said, uh, You know what? And I would go, and this is where I was probably wrong. I would go first. I said, Well, what do you do again? I was oh, like, damn. So I would really, okay. I would go in, yeah, which outrageous. I'm saying, which that's I would say, it. Well, because, but here's the what, problem. But there's their fault because they get down on the justice, level. yeah. So I would say, oh, shit. you know, I, yeah, I would go in. And uh, although, you know what's funny? As a teacher who did not like me, he was so good at being unbiased that. During a class one day, and he did not like me, even gave me a zero on one of my papers for being late, did not like me, a kid, he was talking about the New York Post, and a kid in the class made a joke about my father. And again, this teacher does not like me, but he stopped the class and went, He's like, at least his father's famous enough for uh, him to, for you to make fun of. What does your father do? Oh wow! And I
2: remember, just,
1: and it made the room
2: fucking silent.
1: And I remember going, to myself,
2: wow, that was that was intense." And coming from so a guy who didn't did, like me. Maybe he didn't. Maybe you. Th-
1: different teacher. Different teacher. That was the uh, that was a different. No,
2: no. Term. But I'm saying, are you sure he
0: didn't like you? Or is that is was that just like how old were you? What, what... I was
1: in eleventh grade. Think, so so you're like grade, you're
0: like yeah. sixteen, seventeen, seventeen yeah. or so. Maybe you maybe he didn't not like you. Maybe he didn't like something about. it. Maybe you just didn't interact. Uh, in, yeah, in a way like because it for him to say that yeah, that I was mean, that was powerful. Yeah, for him to say that that's actually respect. Uh, it, even if it's just him respecting your dad, but he respected your dad enough to look out for you, his son, which makes me think, you know, maybe dude didn't, yeah, maybe he true. didn't hate you. Maybe he just, something I, about how, maybe there was some of the the arrogance that you exuded. No, I'm just, I'm just playing with that. But maybe there's yeah. something about how you conducted yourself that he didn't agree with. Um, but at the same
1: time, he's like, you know what, this is still... I really, no, I did really like him as a teacher. I don't know where we bumped heads. Like, I really liked him. I think what happened was, I think he gave me, I was late, and he gave me a zero on my paper. And I think I I, I was kind of angry about that. So, it might not have been a big thing. And then what happened was, he was giving speeches about um, St. John's Mm -hmm. University. And he would always say, like, man, he's like that. He would make jokes. He was like, ah, that's a school with ashtrays. He would say, like, that's What's a school with ashtrays. He's like, high school. That's like, a, right. you know, or he said, well, that's the third uh, St. John's. Anyone go to St. John's? Great. 13th grade. So he would make these jokes. Now, I didn't take any personal offense to it, but I knew a lot of uh, kids in the class. A lot of their fathers probably went to St. John's because it was in Queens. Right, right. Didn't take offense to it. But when St. John's came in for career day, this big assembly, they passed around the mic to ask questions. Uh-huh. I, of course, saw this as an opportunity even back then before stand-up to say, oh, I'm going to make a good joke here. Because I, I was known as that person. As soon as I got the mic. You were arrogant, man. You cocky. So as soon as I got the mic, well, people were waiting on this. Right. I was like the funny kid, so I got the mic. As soon as I got the mic, I could see people's faces start to smile because they knew I was going to. And I said, I got to come up with some shit here. Right. And I got the mic. I said, excuse me. I said, I know you're here for career day or But I said, my teacher uh, in English, he says you guys like the 13th grade. I, I called him by name. Wow. And I, and I
2: said it. Now here's the thing That was the needle On the record <laughs> Now here's the thing And it got this big laugh Everyone turns And The spotlights on
1: him It got this big laugh Everyone was like You know I don't even remember What the response was But Okay So maybe it was wrong To say that However He did say this In front of a classroom Full right. of kids right. He said it So whatever Next day comes and uh, I go to his class. And I don't know if he's heard about it or not. And I still, I go sit down. Oh, so he wasn't at the he assembly. He wasn't at the assembly. Oh, okay. okay. But everyone kind of, I'm sure, traveled of fast. Course. So then <laughs> I still remember I'm sitting down. and I see a kid who's that other class clown go up to this teacher. And I see it from a distance. And he goes, hey, uh, I'm just going to call him uh, Mr. Miyagi for uh, not his real name. So he goes into Mr. Miyagi. It's not his I real name. I pictured him as being Italian. No, I'm just <laughs> Right. So he goes up to him and he goes, hey, uh, Mr. Miyagi. He's like, uh, Vessi he got at you. Oh, wow. <laughs> he says, and, I, and, he, and, and the teacher goes, he goes, why would he do that? And then he's like, I don't know, man, but he got at you. And this kid sits back down so instigates it. And then, so he comes in, he starts the class. He goes, before we start today. I know right away it's gonna be. He goes, Um, not gonna say any names, but uh, certain someone uh quoted me yesterday, and uh, you would think by genetics he could quote me right. Oh, that was good,
2: <laughs> and uh, that
1: was good, but bro. I
2: did. But the thing was, I don't know what quote was told to him, but right. I quoted him correctly,
1: right. uh, but that and I, I took that as a you know, hey, you know, no. no I, I was cool. Like, right. he came back at me. It was right. fun. Right. But uh, that's where I thought, like, okay, so we don't like each other no, anymore. No, but, but that's then... not...
2: That is not... <laughs> as a kid, I thought. Yeah, as that's, a kid, but
1: as a back kid. to
0: my original point, That he, it doesn't sound like he did not like you, but he checked you on you doing something that <laughs> the great... average 16, 17-year-old is going to have respect for his elders. Yeah, he said it in front of a class.
2: <laughs> you, but see, you decide, you made a decision. Right, absolutely. And I'm going to blast, put him on. Right, right, blast. right, absolutely. But but here's the other thing. Get at him.
1: It, it, people would, su- some would make the argument that, yo, that was wrong. You shouldn't have done that. But I said at the end of the day, I, I said, it was wrong, he said it in front of the class. Yeah. He dissed a school that I'm sure a lot of kids' fathers would be offended right. by. I wasn't, but right. I took it as an opportunity to say, hey, eh, that's be good. Right. <laughs> and I said it, which was, I guess was my first stand up joke because right. I was on a mic right. in an assembly and. I just remember that response. Joseph
0: Vesey, defender of the man on the low. Oh,
1: wait. Before we go, just because now I'm thinking of it, Uh is that in eighth grade, we all had to give speeches when we graduated from Uh eighth grade to ninth grade, and we had to do it in front of the class, right? right? No, in front of the whole school with mics, right? Ridiculous. But of course, I was the only person. My first thing I said was a knock at the teachers. I made a joke because they didn't want me to... uh, Wait, dude, check this out. They didn't want me to travel to the NBA finals with my father because I would miss the last week of school. Okay. And it was, you know, the last week of eighth grade, you don't really do anything. Right, right, right. So I was like to go to the... Yeah, right, right. right. Fuck
2: that, right? Finals or eighth
1: grade graduation? Ah, I'm probably going to... Exactly. So I go every year to the finals, but this year they were like... Uh, they said it right in front of my parents. They said, "Unfortunately, Joseph won't be able to go to the NBA finals because you know of graduation." <laughs> oh wow!
2: And and I and they I went, just uh,
1: uh, and,
0: that, and that's that, cocky of the school, right? And because it's almost like that, you can tell that they had a meeting <laughs> and said, uh, "You know, he always
1: is going that the, uh, those dates," and someone was like, "Well, he's not going to be gone this year." And and my and my mother was like, mm-hmm. "Now, I, that's what I love about my mom is because right. they were." Yeah, okay. Right. Thanks a lot. We're not right. going to uh let our son, you know, come to LA and do a once in a lifetime opportunity right. just sit in class and do nothing. Right. So, long story short, we went. <laughs> I left for 2 weeks right. and what could they do about it, you right. know? Tuition was still in the mail right. and I get oh, so there. It was a private school. Private school, yes. Uh, Which even that the was layers are getting peeled back even more. Yeah, it was layers. private And Yeah, so they couldn't say anything. So then the last day, I did show up though for the actual day of graduation. Okay. I was there. And... I don't know if it's that funny now, but I remember getting a big laugh there and it was a knock at them. But see, not only... See, that's where the arrogance comes in. Not only do I leave, I, but I I, 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 I appreciate to, that you, you that are to, now calling they, it a,
2: arrogance. Though. That I have to also now stick it to them for even trying to stop me, even though they didn't. It's a very you Kanye know, West... That, but
1: that's very petty of them. That, right. right. So, All right, so you can, I'm glad you're seeing where yeah. I kind of had yeah. that still in me. Yeah. So first I get up and I, I don't remember what I said. I'll probably butcher it, but I said something like... Oh, because I wouldn't have made it in time if the finals didn't end at a certain oh, time. Oh, that's true. Right. So I said, "Hey, who was
2: playing that year?" Uh, you know? Lakers. Ooh. and Lakers,
1: Shaq, Kobe. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh, oh this man. This was this was Lake. I went all three years, all four oh, years. Late. It was either Lakers versus. I'm jealous. That's my team right there. So I want to say it was either Lakers and Sixers or Lakers, Nets. Maybe Lakers, Pacers. I don't. I don't remember the exact right, year right. of the graduation, but I remember saying, um you know, I want to thank Kobe and Shaq because if they didn't win it in this amount of games, I wouldn't have been here at all. You know, so I said, I I wouldn't have been here at all. And I could see those first two front teachers in front of them. They kind of smiled and they were kind of like, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, that's really funny. Yeah, and they were like, had this, you know, fake smile on. But that's what I thank them for allowing me to be here today. And it was funny that other people got, or maybe parents laughed, I don't know. But I was the only person, you know, Pretty much out of all the speeches, you know, to, you know, one, stick it to them. Make right. a joke. And, uh, but I can definitely see where you say that. But it didn't come from who my father was. I can confidently right. say I would have been that arrogant, uh, smart-ass kid all right. on my own. Right. And even my father, of course, But there were circumstances
0: in, in, in some of that that uh, you were justified.
1: I was provoked a little bit. Slightly uh, well, sometimes. provoking a, a, a
0: kid, I don't, you know, you were justified. Um, you
1: don't think? Prov- well, I'm saying provoked in a sense of the, if- the 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 eighth
0: grade. I'll even go with that. Maybe maybe being provoked. The
2: you were in eleventh uh, grade. He didn't provoke you. Oh, you mean for the for the uh,
1: the St. John's thing? For St. Right, John's, right. No, yeah. true. No, it didn't provoke me. No, I'm I'm in those situations. The provoking would be more. I remember leaving a classroom and I didn't shut the door all the way, and the guy said oh, Joe, uh, do you think I'm your butler? And I, I know where that would come from because there were other things where they would try to imply like... Well, that's my, what I was... So... That the, goes
2: back to
0: what I was saying. Did, did, was there a perception? That, oh, Vessi's uh, son is here, so now the world stops. Did, people, did you deal with that a lot? Yeah, uh, they, I did, up?
1: but they didn't... They were, the only thing is... But it was probably more covert. Well, no, I wasn't covert at, at times, but I'm saying their perception, they didn't even know me. That was one of my... I'd only been at the school. This was a new school in tenth or eleventh grade, oh, okay. so they didn't even know me. But they knew who my father was. Right. So if they had a perception, it was all on their own. Right. It wasn't like me walking in and going, oh, "Excuse right, me." Right. No, that's, uh, but that's always can I have the my case? own desk. And- no,
0: that's that's always the case. People are good, people. Perception being reality. People are gonna look at look at you, and if they don't know you, they're gonna look at who you're associated with. And so, like this morning in the gym, uh, one of my boys, one of the trainers, I had a do rag on because just my hair's braided. Right. Uh, he didn't recognize me, and then he he realized it was me. I was jumping rope, and he was like, "You were a do rag huh?
1: jumping rope." That's an amazing picture. I, um, <laughs>
0: stupid. <laughs> I just I I uh, cause my 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 hair was looking a little fuzzy, so I was yeah. like, "Here, I'll just keep it on." And here's what sucks. Back to the dichotomy, um, is the fact that I'm an am a decent person. I shouldn't have to say to myself, but I I did have this conversation. I was like, "Geez, I take I take my do rag off. I feel like I look a little nappy." I said, but if I keep it on, people are gonna look like, this dude got a do-rag on. And then I was like, why why am I even having this conversation where I now have to go through this yeah. when I'm just going to work out? You know, you see those commercials uh uh for Planet Fitness where uh no lungs uh, and 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 I I I pick things up and put them down, you know, and I'm like, man, I just want to go to the gym. I'm not this dude that's sitting here and cares what the hell other people think. So I'm jumping rope. So when my man came over, he was like, "Yo, he was like, I ain't, I didn't recognize you with that do rag on." Shoot. I was like,
2: "Yeah, who's who's this thug in here?" Yeah, and it's a black dude. Right.
0: I'm like, why am I a thug? Because I got a do rag on. Is he like a
2: Tay Diggs looking black dude? Yeah, this
0: is my boy Greg. Greg is 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 uh, is a BK cat. You know what okay. I mean? He's down. You know. So I was just I when he said that right. I was like, uh, and the, and the, I know he was joking, so I didn't get into this long conversation. But perception is reality, so I absolutely know that the same way because like um, uh, Max, uh, uh, buddy Max Brooks, you know, um, his parents are are like Hollywood Hollywood royalty, and then I saw how people uh perceived him. Uh, yeah. Both at SNL and just in the outside world, I was like, "Damn, that's got to be a burden, a heavy cross to bear." Because he's he now has to over almost
1: overcompensate, yeah, to not be that person. Uh, that guy. Well, there was a dude know? when I had a camp when I went to five star camp. There was a dude. My coach was this uh black dude from Mount Vernon, and he uh, actually and he actually said Big to me, "Big up the Vernon! He actually the said hometown. to me, "He was like uh he was like um he said." Oh, he was like, man, he's like, when I, when when you first got on the team, he's like, I thought you was going to be like arrogant, and snobby, See? Peter yes. Bessie's son. He's like, but we're talking about, we know the same dudes from the hood because I'd played with some of his uh, basketball players and stuff like that. He was so surprised. I'd never had anyone really admit that to me saying what right, they right. thought. Uh, so it was interesting. So in high school, yeah, there were certain teachers and certain people that would be uh, like that or kind of make sometimes a little slick remark here right, and there. right, right. And... I think I took it, actually, for, like, the first year, kind of. I didn't say anything, and then when it started to get a little piled on and it would affect, you know, stuff on the basketball court or affect uh, teammates or perceptions of me, then I would say it. Right. Then I would would kind of voice my opinion against that. You know what I mean? Right, right. Well, naturally so. And, And you're a kid. You're going through
0: a million changes in your body, so now you also got couple that with people like looking at you a certain way instead of just letting you be a kid and 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 deal with trying to
1: figure out how this all works you know and what's funny is me then being funny against them yeah. actually helped me then fit in with the kids right but of but, but here's the thing that's ironic about it is the reason the kids were acting a certain way is because they they got it from the teachers in a lot of ways because they didn't know who my father was. I didn't make an announcement, right. but somebody said something right. and it trickled down. Yeah. And if they see a teacher kind of acting a little bit on the kid's level, hey. that's the one thing a mistake a teacher can ever make. No matter what it is, a teacher should never get on the student's level at ever. At no matter what the kid yeah, says. I agree. Because once you get on the level, now you leave it open. That was actually, the I remember by-law. my mother got brought into the school and they had a conversation. Oh, wow. And my mother even said, I'm not really condoning. It was, I forget what it was about, but what Joseph said, but that you left it open when you right. came down and started to get personal. So right. then it's really you, it's your fault at that point. Right. And that was kind of the whole conversation was like, you know, I, I'm not saying Joseph should have said that right. or whatever he said, but maybe he shouldn't have, you know, done what right. he did. And that was, that was what would happen a lot uh, in certain things. I, can't, I wish I could remember like all the stories of certain things, but the butler one I can remember, and he said, "I'm not your butler." Now I don't know if he meant that as a thing with my father, but n- nonetheless, he was making a joke. Mm-hmm. So then he gives me the opportunity to make right. a joke, and I said, "He was a brother, not a black person, a uh, brother like a priest." Right, and I was like, "Well, you're dressed like him, and you know," so it would go, you know, it was, it was like, okay, but well. th- so that so he took it tongue in cheek and rolled with it. He didn't, did he
0: take he was offense actually, to?
1: It? He was pretty cool. I mean, okay, he would never. Like it was. He, you know what I liked about him was he would never call in. You know, a lot of teachers, if they got burnt, then it would eventually be all right. Give me your ID card, oh, yeah. and you're gonna go to detention. This guy would be like, all right, we're gonna go back and forth. It's just okay stay
2: with us. tell to should be. Which is, I, I said, all right, I'll respect that. That's how it should be. I,
1: I, uh, I remember, uh, <laughs> I like that part of it where it's yeah. like, okay, yeah, son. A we'll spar.
0: Jeez, uh, we had Captain Lou Albano's brother, wrestler. Uh, wrestler, Captain Lou. This is Captain
2: Lou, I'm telling you.
0: Captain Lou Albano's brother uh was was our principal in, in Mount Vernon. Yeah. In Lincoln Lincoln High School. I think Lou Albano came to our school one time to to just meet up with Mr. Albano. And I remember me and uh I had gotten in I got in trouble a couple of times at school. One time my father had this uh he had his his um his contact lens uh cleaning solution and our and they were these uh um, bottles that after you'd empty them, I'd have a little, little water gun, like a poor man's water gun where I could just squeeze and it was squirt out. So <coughs> one time, and I, I would walk around school squirting people with this. So one time we were outside of, uh, Anthony's Pizzeria on Grandmonton Avenue. And, uh, that's where we all used to go and sort of hang out. And I guess, uh, uh, there was this this old lady and she was complaining we were loud or something this is, and this is back when kids being loud and, and an adult speaking up actually meant something because uh sh- we were we, we were being loud and she uh, she said something to us and I'm like, I don't care old lady and I and I think I squirted her and then she uh, somebody and then we bounced. But then somebody must have snitched. <laughs> somebody snitched. And well, a bunch of people must have snitched because they were like, Dean has a squirt bottle. So I remember uh Mr. Albano called me to I got called to, sent to the principal's office and Mr. Albano uh spoke to me about it. He's like, you yeah, know, let me see this uh what's this thing you uh and he was and he was he was a thallian. He was the with a deer right? So he's like uh <laughs> It's like, yeah, what's this thing? Uh let me see this thing. Uh everybody's telling me you have something, a little squirt bottle. And but he was cool bottle. but he was he was real cool. He was he, he 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 never condescended, which which I always dug. Um so he uh he said, all right, well here's the thing. We could uh he was like, that lady you squirted, um uh squirted. There's, there's, yeah, right. She's oh, <laughs> who am I, t- I forgot who I'm talking to. <laughs> That lady, and lady, you squirted the bottle onto. The lady, you squirted. No, nah, I can't say a streak. The lady that you, the lady that you squirted this that you water on, on. <laughs> the spewed on. Uh, lady you came she's on. saying she's saying that uh, you know, you stained her her black. <laughs> All right, and I so then I get defensive. I was like, it was there was only water in there. He's like. Well, maybe there was something in there that got mixed in the water because there's a stain. So now I'm like, now I'm mad because I know that she's just making trouble. Because I didn't. Right. There was nothing in I squirted people all day. Right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you squirted people all day, I huh?
0: squirted people all day. Damn, son. Oh wow, yeah. You had a lot of
1: semen in had him. a lot of fluids
0: in them. Um, and so he said, uh, well... Look, we we can do this one of two ways. I can I can I can uh, I can call your parents in here, um, or you can be a man about it and and deal with it. What you want to do? I'm, like, I'm gonna be a man. So this dude would have us like on some old like military type thing. He'd say, "All right, um, go goes lean up against the wall." I want you down to bend down to squat position and just hold your hands uh directly in front of you. Oh yeah. And just do that, and just stay like That's that hurts. until I say stop. Ooh. But it tell you, but you do that, he taught you the lesson, and you'd remember that pain more than you'd remember your parents coming in. Better down than the your parents kid. coming in. Yeah, dude. And he'll take that over I remember anything. that. I remember one time me and my boy uh Hassan, Hassan Charles. Hassan just found me on Facebook. Hassan and I. And this is one of my like close friends, but we, we you know close friends sometimes butt heads. We got, got in an argument, started fighting, same thing. He was like, hey, what are you guys fighting for? You know, you know better. We could do this one or two ways. We can it. we, do, we can do this one or two ways. We could we could do we could call your
2: parents. Oh, you can be mad about it. And he always... I love that on. one of two ways. Just
1: Do one, one of two one ways. Of two ways. Um, fucking bury you? Or right. right. <laughs> we can fucking uh, call your parents. Right, somebody. Buddy. Get buried.
2: <laughs> right. You take right. the burial. I'll, take I'll, I'll get buried. Hey, you see my dad, Kill me. six eleven and a half,
1: half, Mr. Albano, I'll take the burial. I'll take the burial. You know, it's funny you say that because I remember being... Uh, it was like springtime at the lunch tables and me and these, me and this other kid who didn't get along that well somehow he threw something at me and all of a sudden we started throwing water at each other, oh, right? Wow. And then the teacher calls in. I remember this guy, the assistant principal and just made me laugh the way he said it. kind of reminded me of your teacher. He goes, mm-hmm. guys are throwing water at each other? <laughs> and he's like, could have started a war. <laughs> a war? <laughs> so could have started, started a war, Mr. Vesey. What's going on? And, uh, but you know what? To show you how, what another example of who I was a type of kid, any opportunity I could, because I didn't like the school. So it's almost like, uh, you know See, the, the same truth
0: is coming out we're peeling back layers no, no. Well, because no, was-
1: because it was catholic school oh, okay. i didn't it was supposed to be it's a long story but i didn't love the school by the time i got to the 12th grade i felt like i had been How many years were you there? I was there for 3 years. Okay I felt like i wasn't treated uh the greatest by the teachers i, I didn't have uh I was very bad at math, and my math teacher wasn't that nice to me. Uh I didn't get a. The coaches weren't giving me playing time. There was a lot of things going on. So anytime I, you know, took the chance to stick it to them, I would. So one day, the subway is like at least like a half a mile from the school, and I heard that they said they don't want anyone uh, having iPods or headphones at the school. And they said, if you're listening to it on the train, we're gonna take your ID card and you're gonna have detention, which seemed like damn near illegal, right? It's not even near the school. So I hear about this before I get out of the train station. I said, really? They're taking people's stuff who got headphones in? I said, okay. So I took my iPod out, I put it in my backpack, but I kept the headphones on. It was kind of cold out and put the plug it was into like there. Earmuffs. Right. right. So of course I'm gonna be the one asshole. The, and I see he's got a stack of ID cards. And as soon as I come out, I see the teacher light up because you know he doesn't like me already. He goes, hey, Mr. Vesey. Yeah. I said, No, I said, I'd show him the plug, it's plugged into nothing. You know, uh just, just my ears are kind of cold. And he I could see his face. He was just annoyed that <laughs> right. I could like juke him for a right. second because it was yeah. plugged into nothing. Right. And uh you know, kids got a kick out of that. So this guy then made it his oh, mission. It he was trying, trying to right, figure catch. out everything. So one time my, I got out of the subway. And again, this is like a half a mile from the school. Like you could see the subway, but it's kind of hard. Right. My stomach was hurting and I had to go to like a Dunkin' Donuts, use the bathroom. So okay. I didn't go to school right away. I called my mom up. Yeah, not a Hilton. But my stomach was killing me and I go to school late. Right? So your stomach
0: was killing you. Said, you know, let's rectify this with Dunkin' Donuts.
1: Well, no, I meant to go to the bathroom then
0: because oh, gotcha. the
1: school's okay. bathroom was worse than Dunkin' oh, Donuts. No, 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 so I went to Dunkin' Donuts bathroom, and then somehow I get called down. Because
0: instead of students, you're dealing with everyone that goes to Dunkin' Donuts. Just
1: <laughs> well, right? you not, realize I mean, their, no, their particular bathroom was just cleaner, I knew from using okay. it once, than the student okay. so bathroom can't because, can't you know, I, I know, you know, so. I'm a bathroom aficionado. And uh, God forbid, you know, uh, five grand a year from each student, they can make a bathroom a little bit nicer. But anyway, so then I get called down (laughs) later. I get called down later from school. And that guy, he goes, question um how come you came out of the subway 8 30 he knew but you didn't come to school you were wandering loitering should i call your mom oh or whatever and i'm like first of all how did he see me how right. did he know that i did that and now he thinks he's like i'll call your mom but blah, 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 blah. he's a no Is i fucking her. called my mom right. and said my stomach was killing me and so I said, "Yeah, call my mom." You know, I was all out. I was like, "I was like, yeah, call her." I said, "I was, I called her." You right. know, you, I, I want to say you dumb fuck. Right. You know, and then he <laughs> called my mom up. Um, you know, your son. And of course, I know what she said. I'm no, no. He called me. His stomach wasn't feeling well. That's why he was there late. You know, and then phone hangs up. Right, Go back to class. Ah, Fuck out of here, right? So, but now here's where he finally got Uh, me. Dress down day, which was a big day in Catholic school because everyone got to express themselves. Got to wear your real you. And me, this was (laughs) such an asshole. Even on dress down day, it's not enough. I got to take it to the extreme, right? Uh You're going to not believe this when I tell you. This is how extreme I take it, Right. I had my boy who was an artist make me up this T-shirt that had a, a quote on it. Uh, I, I used to have when a- makeup. bitches t-shirts, ain't shit but clothes. hoses. <laughs> like, not, some no, crazy, it, was, it was worse. Catholic school. It was actually worse. He has Snoop quotes. It was worse because the first one I had to make up was a real quote from Jay, uh, James Naismith who created mm-hmm. basketball. Mm-hmm. And his quote was, the game was meant to be played, not coached. Right. Okay. And I wore that one time okay, around cool. school, right? You know, hoping the coaches would see it. And <laughs> So this time I wrote. I said, "Listen, you know, I don't want Na- Naismith quote. I want my quote on there." So he had a quote, and it says, "I wish I could take all the teachers and coaches' jobs just so I could do it correctly." And it said my Joseph, name on it, Joseph, right? Joseph. So what is on what is on the t-shirt? And I'm wearing it around school. People, kids are like looking at me like I'm crazy. What and I got through the whole day. You're a little crazy. And I got through the whole day. I'm rocking this t-shirt. It's pretty dope. because I got this quote, and it's my quote. My right? name. So. And then uh, some kid snitched. He, he turned me in, goes, told the teacher what I had on or whatever. He called me in and they had me take, take the T-shirt off. And uh, I don't know what I wore. I guess I, I don't know what I wore. But teacher, he took it. And uh, I remember him taking it from me. And he goes, oh, I thought you had class. Hey. Hey. He took the shirt from me. Hey. And uh, I got it back at the end of the year. But that was probably me going a little too far, trying to stick yeah, it to, to the little A little, little bit. But I, but I look back Yo's at it now. a little white
0: Black Panther in his in his high school. I, I
1: do. I, I stuck. You know what? It, I felt like I was, you know, <laughs> fighting see, the system. A I little can bit. see you sitting. There,
0: everybody else is trying to have an assembly, and Joseph just stands up with his fist up with a black <laughs>
1: glove on. Yeah, I agree. A a pick that's not staying because his hair is too thin. I have a little bit of that, like, I don't know if it's Kanye, but something, I think his is a little misguided, but like, you know, that little fight the system kind of anyone who I feel is not doing something right. Even if it wasn't being done, done to me because there was a guy who coached ninth grade and I actually got along with him, but I watched him coach one day during a game. I, I thought he was—I thought it was a football game because he was subbing people out every second in the basketball game. One mistake, out. One mistake, out. He's yelling. He's cursing. And I, that bothered me. And I never liked him again. Meanwhile, me and him got along. He grudges, man. Well, I mean, I don't—if I saw him now, I wouldn't, you know, have anything. But I saw what he, how he was treating the kids— I saw how he's treating the kids, though. Right. I thought what, yeah, you have,
2: you know, what it is to me. It sounds
1: like you have a a,
0: a strong sense of uh, justice and and right and wrong. You don't like
1: seeing uh, people that are wronged. Um, That's and, what I saw, and I and I yeah, didn't like I mean, him from it's, that it's, day on. I said, and, and then I would, and what I would do is, I would never told him, hey, I don't like this. Right. But anytime I saw something, I would, I would somehow make a comment or I would make something that would be that he would kind of, you know, see or whatever.
0: I'm, you know what? I, that's actually a commendable attribute. I can't be mad at yeah, that. You he he me nice. He says, know, says a little for, nuts. Well, it's a little nuts to be th- that young, but that's that cocksure that you can say that. Uh, but that also speaks to who your parents were. In that they allowed you to express yourself. A lot of parents wouldn't be as un- understanding as
1: your your parents were. So you know, yeah, they were pretty understanding. So. But if I did something blatantly like right. wrong right. or went too far, they would definitely check me on right. it. But I think. I was like, yeah, I see this guy. He's cursing out all these kids and he's subbing them in and out all the time. I right. said, that kind of just got my blood boiling. I was like, what is this guy doing? Like, what? Yeah. It bugged you. It, it bugged me. Oh, it definitely bugged me. So give when you. A oh, it will never. I. Yeah, you no, no. I would, I would, I would never. The they bathroom. send me. They send me things in the mail. Yeah. And money, I've actually money. taken the time to, uh, you know, send it. You I, I send it send back. I send it back in the mail. Right. One time I put a quarter in. Uh, I sent it. I sent it back. I was like, <laughs> I was like, man, you fuck! It. Yeah, I was like,
2: yeah. clean up your mess. <laughs> Suck I was that like, up and drive on. I'm like, your life's in
0: shambles. <laughs>
2: your life's. If yeah. you if, if you if you go to Catholic school and you got bootleg toilets, <laughs> your Catholic school is done. Yo. Give another one, yo. Give another one. Yo, you're finished. Yo, if you're cursing out kids in ninth grade because you're mad because you're 35 and never moved up to a college or NBA, die. Yo. You ain't shit. If you still coaching at the same school for 40 years but claim you know basketball, but then why didn't you ever move on to bigger endeavors, you ain't nothing. If you have the nerve to call Louis Carnet, cars, what's damn Uh, If you have the nerve to call Louis Carter II and St. John Storm's garbage, but you're coaching a high school basketball coach and you're the assistant coach, you're (laughs) dead before you came, son. (laughs) You might as well be a fetus. These are Funk Flex-isms. Funk Flex-isms. Funk Flex-isms. That's
1: what Funk Flex would say right now. (laughs) Exactly.
2: He's like, if every kid (laughs) is paying five grand a year and you can't have a clean toilet... You paying five grand a year, you can't go to the NBA Finals, but you wanted to sit in class for a week doing nothing and go to the graduation. You ain't never gonna be nothing. You're dead. Oh man. Shout out to Funk Flex, man. Shout out
0: to Funk Master Flex. Funk Master uh, Flex. Funk Master Flex, the legendary Chuck Chill Out. He used to carry DJs. DJs, uh he was assistant DJ. We were talking about that, uh, about, you know, back in the days how they were assistant uh DJs but now with Those with with uh, Well now you don't you, because you don't have crates
1: full of records. That's another story. Well, listen. that, but that is why, uh, that's why I think I didn't have sympathy for certain things like that. Where I'd be like, okay, wait, you guys, don't you guys want to move up and, and do other right. things? But I'm like, you're cursing out ninth grade That's yes. true. That's true. Or maybe not cursing, but yelling. You know, the worst thing you could do, with people who play basketball, mm-hmm. is you sub a kid out for one mistake. Right. Yeah. Then you can't yeah. play the way you want to play. And if right. you're subbing people out and you're right. yelling. Right. It's just not a good thing. No. And I think it's actually a bad precedent because in schools, I think high school is not college. High school is not the NBA. No one's getting paid. These are kids at the end of the day. Right. And to be berated or yelled at, yeah, no. I don't think is a- It's not serving any real It's purpose. not serving any purpose, but somehow it's gotten into, I guess, tradition or society that coaches yelling- or cursing, or, or treating people that way is okay, or that's part of coaching, or right. that's helping. Right. And I think that only works with the kid who's scoring 50 a game who's so cocky. Maybe it works with that kid. Right. Right. But the other kids, I, I don't think that's a good method. I think okay. most people respond better to some positive encouragement. Right. That doesn't mean you can't reprimand and be disciplined. Right. Right. There's just you know, there's there's a, a, way, way. There's a way a certain way. I'd make a great coach. Every kid mm-hmm. would freaking love me. You. But... I don't know if there's enough money in that for me, so uh, uh, gotta
2: be more than five thousand a pop.
1: Yeah, I need I need some I need some more dough. I mean, I, you know, well, yo. So how, how long do we go? So, so, so maybe we should go to two and then split it and do an intro.
0: Split it into two now. It's like oh, okay. 55. I was just saying. Yo, so what if we? <laughs> Yo, so what have we learned today here, man? Hmm? We've learned that uh, Joseph Vesey was a little bit cocky and arrogant and a little crazy. No, I'm just playing.
1: I was um, definitely a little cocky. Huh? A little cocky. I think cocky but... more than arrogant serves Because arrogant yeah. to me okay. sounds like I'm walking in like... Yeah, that's true. Okay, I want cocky. clean toilets because they're clean. Not because, right. hey, I want the best right. and I need. I just want my ass to feel not right. urine on it right. of right. someone well, else's. Oh. I just want to sit on wow. a nice clean toilet and I'm paying to be here or my parents are can I have a clean toilet to shit in that's all I'm asking for I
0: can't be mad at, I can't be mad at you saying I just w- <laughs> I,
1: I just want you. my I just want it to be clean There's nothing to do with an elitist attitude I don't want a, a Bentley to pick me up I just want a clean toilet and you know what can we get some good food in the cafeterias in the school can right. we get something that you're not going to die past 40
2: you're going to die
0: at 40 if you ate that stuff I to love sponge pizza uh, for a week and then i get sick of it in the school cafeteria remember it was those little square it was like the bread was soft you it was good if they left it in a little long cuz it was crunchy but if it was soft and pasty it was whack yo we well, learned a lot, I
1: think, today. Um, I think we
0: learned a lot, man. What have we gone over? I mean, we learned a lot about uh, Vessi and his youth. You know, it's funny we didn't we didn't uh, talk about your 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 acting. Uh, we had to. so I
1: said you have twenty minutes. You yeah. want to round it to two? It's up to you. No, nah, because I got to pack. Pack? Oh, right, because you're going oh, to DC. Yeah, yeah. I haven't. Uh, I've washed clothes and whatnot. I haven't done. Yeah, no, packing is pretty complicated.
0: Well, you know, but yeah, let's 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 talk about it uh, at least briefly. So you uh. So you took some acting? How how? Well, first off, your your podcast. You
1: I had Larry Moss on, legendary acting coach,
0: legendary Larry did three Moss. parts. Yeah, I, I I listened to part one, um, and and Moss has coached some of every, all these Oscar winners and Oscar nominees. And so, how did it come about that he uh, he decided that he was gonna uh, take you under his wing? No, because
1: you know why? Because uh, because contr- uh Contrary to people's perception, I'm mean, not arrogant, right. and people like me. So right. uh, so he, he took a liking to me on set, and that's why he did the podcast, okay. which was his first podcast ever, and then he did Barry and he was Katz's, working on, uh, Chris on the Rock's set movie. with Rock. Um, he was coaching Rock? Coaching, well, I think Rock and Rosario. I okay. mean, I'm sure he might have lent his hand to other people, too. Okay. I wasn't always there, but mainly, so I think,
2: So you're saying to, Tracy Morgan was like, yo, I, I like some coaching.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think he went to Tracy Morgan or DMX. Why don't you but, give me a little bit of coaching? He, he did love... Yeah, he enjoyed DMX. I mean, think oh, Well, um, he was... I mean, I'm just saying that like DMX is not the most uh, probably... I, I don't know. Prolific actor. I'm not sure. No, I'm saying approachable. Right. Uh, hey, can you do it this way? I don't think... He really needed that anyway. DMX was pretty unbelievable. Right. I couldn't believe how many takes they made him do uh-huh. of what he was doing because I just thought he was going to eventually be like, all right, enough. But Yo, he, that's he was, enough. Oh, oh! He, he freaking did it. And, and you know what, just on a, I, on a side note... I've seen DMX in... He's, I, I he's I good. Like, he's, he's a... Well, just on a side note is that I had a conversation with DMX from his trailer to to set, and that had to be one of the most, like, I, I could not—I tried to focus on what he was saying, and I heard most of it, but I just kept looking at him like, I can't believe I'm speaking to him. Like, you know, it's so weird because I, I try to—you know, people, like, you get caught up in oh, celebrities and all this stuff, but right. there are certain people that— it's just, maybe it's because you see him as a kid and now you're older. Right, but right, right. I said, you know, so obviously if I saw a freaking, you know, a Drake in person, I'm not going to have a conniption. Right. But, you know, seeing DMX, is like, and listening to him talk and the way, you know, the way he acts and his eyes. It's right. like, I just, it was an outer body experience. I was like, I can't believe I'm actually speaking to DMX. This is like the right. weirdest thing I've ever right. done. And he's such a fascinating person. Yeah, there's no yeah, filter. Man. It's a completely who he is. Right. Like him just watching him just have a lighter and not know what to do with it and just throw it on the ground. Like, right. it's just interesting. Why He's like a little kid who's grown. And right. uh, yes, very interesting dude. But yeah, okay. So Larry Moss, he was uh, coaching on set. So that's how he came on the podcast. And then he told me he was having uh, his acting classes, which he has basically, I don't even know if it's actually once a year, but it's, you, it's oh, only wow. once in a certain place. So he'll have in New York... Let's say once a year, L.A. once a year. And then he did Australia. And so he told me like, yeah, at the end of February, he's like, hey, if you want to come and audit it, he's like, just let me know. And I was like, oh, definitely audit. audit. So basically is there's there's two parts of the class. There's you can either pay a certain amount, which is the highest amount to actually act in the class. And you do a scene with someone else and then you workshop the scene. It's a workshop. Right. It's not like he sits there and lectures on acting right, techniques. Right, it's yeah. just a workshop. Right. And then the other one, you could pay a less amount and audit. But he was invited, which basically means you observe the class. You sit in it. It's from 9 to 6 p.m. from Monday through Thursday. A yeah, 9 a.m. to... That's a job. Yes, from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., it's four days. He was doing it three different weeks. So, you know, usually... Four days a week for three weeks? Well, four days a week for three weeks, but it's a separate class starting okay. each week. Okay. But he said, you know, you can come audit for free. And I was like, okay, well, he just said any time. That's what he told me. So I said, all right, I'll definitely take you up on that. So then I hit him up, and then he said, this is when it is. And I went, and I I wasn't obviously workshopping anything, but I still got the same, you know, out of it. Obviously, you know, you get a little bit more if you're actually, you know, doing the acting. But it was still amazing to to be there. And I wouldn't have wanted to act in it anyway. I was too intimidated. But intimidated why? Well, just because.
0: of, I wouldn't have been uncomfortable. with criticism or a fear of, like, your class?
1: I think I would have had it's just, not of him, because uh, he would have been great, but uh, I would have just had fear of that. I know everyone in this class is, this is what they want to do, and they've been doing this every single day. I don't really have any business uh, probably workshopping here. I should probably start a little off-Broadway in, like, okay. you know, Jamaica, Queens.
0: I disagree, but okay.
1: What did you say? Well, I mean, a lot, there were some actors, what was interesting about it was, was that the actors that were in it, some people would start a scene, right? And I'm thinking everyone in this class, if they've gotten into Larry Moss's and been waiting for two years, they're gonna be those, like those top lists. notch. Oh yeah, two year waiting list. Yeah. So I'm like, it's gonna be top notch. So there would be like let's say two actors that would come up and I'd be watching the scene and I'm going to myself, wow, this is this is pretty bad. Like these guys these guys aren't good at all. Right. And I'm watching like so I'm like, okay, I'm like Larry's gonna interrupt this very soon because he'll interrupt you as quick as it He doesn't feel like it's going the right way. So I'm like, Larry's about to jump in any second. And of course he did. And what was remarkable about it was that by the end of this hour of them workshopping the scene and all the notes he gave and going back and forth, these people were exponentially better to the point where now they were good. And then when they came back with the scene at the end of the week, they'd workshop it again. They were a lot better. And now they were actually, I would say, now I would actually say, okay, these guys... Are actors, you know, whereas before it was like, Are you serious? Now there were some people, but there were there was a couple people that went right away and they were like, Okay, wow, these people you are on good, point. They were great. There was this one Asian girl, this little Asian girl. I, I know I'm gonna see her because she was this little Asian girl and this white guy, they did a scene together. They were by far the best. They were amazing. And I know this little Asian girl was unbelievable. I'm sure she's gonna do big stuff. She was like, you know, it was right away you could see people who were like, you know, on that you next right level. I should have, you I know, would've. I, I should have. I didn't do that too much because, ironically, everyone kind of seemed to keep to themselves a little bit, and it was I'm very. I'm not surprised. Well, I guess I would have thought that it was a small class because the acting classes I took in school, people all knew each other, and even that though we was, spent that was,
0: that was longer than, than a week or three weeks, that was uh, a, a class you were gonna true, but be he in the trenches with each other for at least. But this is from
1: nine to six for four days. It's a long. That's a lot of hours, though. Still but we're not really interacting yeah, the same disconnect. way. Yeah. So, I, I didn't do that uh I should have. But yeah, so that was what I was amazed at a lot of how he made people so much better so yeah, much, sounds- so quickly. Yeah. Was it was really a 180 and I even said that to him. We went out to uh to lunch one day. He took me to this place where he eats like we're all uh, I guess a lot of theater people go. Okay. Uh this place right by uh, his class and he was, was a he, diner? uh no, it was not a diner. It was a really nice uh, restaurant. I forget what avenue it was, uh, but he said a lot of theater people, you know, go here to eat. And he was saying that I, he was asking me what I got out of the class. He was very interested what I was getting it, and that's what's so cool about him is that he's very interested in what well, I'm doing.
0: And listening to the podcast, that uh, he he sounded very inquisitive uh, with with uh, the why and the how, which yeah. which makes sense because that's what because he does. that's what he does, and so he has to have some insight to. The human the human journey. This uh, I, I hate like I I feel like I'm trying to sound deep, which I'm not, but that's that's yeah, no, he was
1: asking up. a lot of me about my stand-up because that's a little bit of uh, you know, as far as from working with rock, you know, and you work with Jim Carrey too, mm-hmm. but you know, obviously stand-up's a little bit different, you know, from the acting and it's not uh his world that he's in every day. So he was right. asking me a lot of questions about stand-up and stuff like that, wanting to come out and see a show. But I was also telling him that I used a lot of his methods, mm-hmm. uh for stand-up as well, you know, like that what? is... Well, just basically uh, being really present in the moment and sending your, uh, and sending your ideas. He always talks about sending uh, an idea in a scene. So, like, basically how some people would just say the line instead mm-hmm. of really sending the emotion mm-hmm. behind it. Mm-hmm. So he was basically... And also talking about... Uh, he'd always constantly be saying, you know, make sure you can feel your uh, feet on the floor. You know, make sure you're really that, you know, present in that moment. Which it sounds like a simple thing, but the more you kind of reiterate it is, you know, because especially when you're on stage and your adrenaline's going, and you're a little bit nervous thinking about stuff. He's like, you got to prepare so much that you then can forget on stage. Right. And so I was kind of using a lot of that to just kind of oh, cool. his relaxing and right. his breathing stuff and really remembering to breathe. All kind of things that you think are simple, but yet a lot of people when they were acting, you know, forget to breathe or not, you know, soul, shoulders. <sighs> so he would constantly be hammering that home just a lot of stuff that's almost basic but you need to hear Yeah, yeah like yeah. stuff just basically about you know working on your craft prepping, prepping yeah. and so so you do all the work beforehand so that you can then be on stage yeah. and allow yourself to really see everybody and have all your five senses working right. whereas a lot of times you know especially when you know you haven't been doing stand-up for 20 years it's still a little bit when you have auditions you get you know hyped up or you get yeah.
0: I mean
1: some auditions to this day. And I, I liked uh what uh, Romney said. He said uh
0: yeah, because people don't realize that uh being on set is different from auditioning, you know. Because mm. once you if you're on set, you got the job. So there's you're you're relaxed, you're comfortable, yeah. You know, you're like, I'm making money too. Where we're all here, there's a camaraderie. Yeah even if you don't bond with everyone, there's still a certain camaraderie. Whereas when you go to audition, even if you run into you know fr- a friend you know i just auditioned for something with uh my buddy mums um and mums and i are cool but there's a point while we're kicking it we haven't seen each other for a while there's a point where as we're we're talking that and we both mentally are saying all right you go back to your world and i go back to mine because we both want this job you know yeah <laughs> and, and so uh that's uh is there's there's definitely uh something true about um being present in being in the moment and, and staying grounded. Do you feel like, taking this class, do you feel like you are a better actor now than you were prior to sitting in the back and, and
1: observing? Well, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, if I mean, I'm, you didn't get to put I, it yeah, into practice. Yeah, I don't know if I'm such a, necessarily workshop. a better actor. I mean, maybe it will. And I only use that trend.
0: verbiage because
1: you said uh,
0: it seems like everyone that came in, even if they stunk at the beginning of the week, uh, At the yeah. end of the week, they were good. Yeah. So there's progress. Well,
1: I saw a lot of stuff not to do very quickly. Like, which was I'm trying to think. Um, you know what? Or you know what? Just not uh, projecting was a real big thing. Yeah. How people would just kind of talk like as if we're talking right like now. Like you can't really talk like that on a stage. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah. Or even stuff yeah, like that. To the cheap seats. He, he would always say, or he always even said, like, you know, you this is not a sitcom. He's like, if that's what you want. You know, so he would he would definitely you know, because even talked about, he would make comments about certain people that tried to come to Broadway, like even certain actors, big actors that came to Broadway and said thought they could do it with no preparation. He's like, it's not the same thing. I don't it's care different. who you are. Yeah. He's like, so TV is different than film is different than Broadway. Right. Or absolutely. Theater, I should say. Yeah. So I think I, I saw. I'm trying to think. I, I can't. I wrote a lot of stuff down of what not to do, but I can remember specifically just people. Uh, I want to see those notes, man. Yeah, I know. There was something specifically that people would do sometimes when they, they would deliver a line and he would give them, let's say, he would say, say to him, say them, uh, say it five different ways right now. Like, go back and say five different ways. Whatever, using different gestures, doing different things. And it was amazing how many different ways you could say one line. Right. Even though it was as simple as it was. Right. And... So it's
0: five different intentions that you can project on. Absolutely.
1: There were, there were people that
0: were saying, you know, what, what's up with the guests? Uh, that's a shout out to uh, Malibu Kelly out there, Kelly. Um, so I hope that this is more than satiated the desire to not just hear me constantly, but to have some other people. Uh, or oh, we've been mixing it up. And, and Joseph, I'm glad uh, that we got you two weeks in a row, man. Anything to plug other than the callback
1: podcast? Yeah, I mean, just doing stand-up in the city. You ain't wherever. just doing anything. That's true. Just doesn't sound good. Just doesn't... Let me take that again. Ask me again.
0: Yeah, man. What What are you, what are you doing? You got anything uh, coming up? Or anything you're doing, doing a lot
1: of stand-up in the city. Boom, boom. See how aggressive that was?
0: That's aggressive. That's People that don't that 50 realize cent, I'm from the streets. Uh, People don't realize that. That's comedy.
1: People don't realize that I'm from the streets. But yeah, subscribe to the Callback podcast. The streets are the burbs. No. <laughs> man. Streets of Long streets. Island I grew, That's a misconception People think I grew up in Long Island I grew up in New York City I don't know why that gets misconstrued okay. Just because you travel someplace For a I couple know. years Doesn't mean you're I from agree. there But uh, anyway Subscribe to the Callback Podcast In iTunes Or SoundCloud A lot of great guests Just released Aziz Ansari's episode again Yeah And we've had Dean on Yeah Had a lot of great people on So Fry. check it out Chris Rock Gary Shandlin Shandling. Tom Green
0: Tom Green you Got some of everybody Larry man.
1: Moss And the incomparable
0: Larry Moss um, y'all y'all you know check me out man we as always we thank you for checking out the Father Mucking Protocol man uh uh you know click subscribe like comment uh you, you can find us on all things comedy network you can also find us on um iTunes as well as SoundCloud man and and like i said leave the comments and we'll start giving y'all shout outs man uh you can catch me somewhere near you um uh, I think I'm in Dallas. Am I in the Dallas? Website? Huh? You know what? They're, yeah, you can go to my website, deanedwards.net, to to find out where I'm performing. Uh, check check out uh, the, the road gigs, man, because uh, I'm always out there somewhere, somewhere doing what I do, being funny across the nation. Yo, you know what? I totally forgot. Make sure you check out, I just watched the episode um, of Deadbeat. Deadbeat just premiered on Hulu. I think they were even trending. Um, Deadbeat... Premiered on Hulu um, on April ninth, and uh, and it's a funny show, man. And they they actually a scripted show about a, a cat played by Tyler L- Labine that uh, can see the dead people. It's a comedy, but it's um, but it's uh, well, it's funny. It's just it's a funny show, man. And I was proud to be part of it. Uh, Godfrey was was on my episode. Um, uh, Daryl Hammond, uh, Modi's. Uh, 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 Eliza Schlesinger You know so They show love to comics So so that's why I like the show And it's it's a decent show Shout out to uh, uh, Cody and uh, Brett The uh, showrunners On there for doing that And and I even tweeted out I told them I said you know We look forward to Coming back for season 2 For that recurring role baby I was supposed to do Another episode But there wasn't enough In there For me to chew on So they're gonna Bring me back And do it correctly man So y'all check that out On Hulu and, and keep supporting the, the Mucking Protocol, man. Uh, we'll catch y'all next week. As always, big Mike. Thank you, man, for the sounds. Did you see Mike, Mike, as as we go on. Mike's getting a little louder. We, I'm telling you, we're gonna interview him eventually, man. <laughs> and uh, this is your man Dean Edwards. Follow me at I am Dean Edwards on Instagram and Twitter, man. We'll see y'all or hear y'all. You'll hear us next week. Easy.